Hello, and welcome to Quick Hits, a podcast brought to you by Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada. Hi there, I'm your host, Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis, and this is episode number 32, being broadcast, or rather recorded, on the 9th of April, 2020. And yes, it is another short podcast that talks about COVID-19 because, well, isn't everything about COVID-19 these days? The point I want to raise today is something which has got me a little bit worried. I've been reading a few stories in the press recently, uh, in the United States especially, where individuals who have been caught uh, and arrested by police for spitting on people or coughing on people deliberately, saying, I have corona, I want to infect you. There is an interesting case in San Antonio, Texas, in which someone claims he posted on Facebook that he wanted to wanted someone to spread the coronavirus at local grocery stores because he wanted to deter people from visiting those stores. Let me repeat that. Someone wants to pay someone to spread corona so he can go to the store when no one else is there. Well, the interesting part to me in all this is that in these cases, there's talk about charging these individuals with terrorism, or more accurately, they are being charged with terroristic offenses. Now, I've got a problem with the use of the word terroristic, because I'm not sure it's even a word in the English language, but I'll let that one slide. Is it accurate? Is it right? Is it the best approach to charge these people with an offense under terrorism laws? I think the answer is clearly no. I fear that just as when we talk about a war on the coronavirus, and I had a podcast not a few a few weeks ago, I'll, I'll concede for some people, using the war analogy seems to work, and if it works for you, great. I think it's a wrong idea to declare a war against common nouns, but that's just me. But more specifically, if people are deliberately spreading the coronavirus, and by the way, that's a big if. A lot of people say they have the coronavirus and don't actually have it. And when they spit on people or cough on people or rub their saliva on people, they're just being assholes. They're not necessarily infected. They're just trying to make people afraid. When authorities counter that this is, in fact, is a terrorism offense, it takes away the true meaning of terrorism. Now, I know that there are lots of definitions out there, lots of opinions, and there's no agreement on what terrorism means. But I think that for most of us, terrorism is a serious act of violence that's either planned or carried out by individuals who are motivated by some kind of an underlying idea. That idea we call ideology, or we call politics, or we call religion. In fact, as I've said on many occasions, under the Canadian Criminal Code, a terrorist act is one that's carried out for political, ideological, or religious reasons. Other jurisdictions differ. How is it that these individuals are doing this in the furtherance of an ideology or in the furtherance of a religion? Can someone please explain to me what that ideology is? Now, for other people, terrorism is simply causing fear. And there's no question that if you walk into your local Loblaws or Metro, I'm using two Canadian grocery examples here, and you're walking up down the aisle buying your bread and somebody runs out to you coughing and spitting and hacking and oozing out of their orifices and says, I've got corona, I've got corona, you would be afraid. If you weren't afraid, you're probably not a normal person. But as I've argued on many occasions, terrorism is not the spread of fear. Yes, people are fearful of terrorism and maybe in some ways terrorist groups will want to make us fearful, but it's not the spread of fear itself that's the goal. The goal is some kind of a cause 
some kind of a plan. Terrorists want to make us afraid, kill us, injure us, cause property damage in order to affect change. They want us to buy into their ideology. They want us to give up. They want us to hand over the reins so they can run the system however they want. That's what Islamic State did in Iraq and Syria in 2013 and 2014. That's what the Taliban are trying to do in Afghanistan right now. These are true terrorist groups with true terrorist ideology. I don't know what it gets us to charge people who think that it's funny or that it's a neat thing to do to either falsely or truly spread the coronavirus. Calling them terrorists is giving them far too much importance. It's making them sound like they're, they actually matter. It's giving them a podium, if you will, or it's giving them a soapbox to stand on and say, hey, look at me, I'm, I'm a really nasty guy, and by the way, I've struck fear into the hearts of the people in San Antonio or Washington or wherever, and I matter. Everyone should look at me. I think we should ignore them. I think we should charge them with an offense like endangering the public. I'm sure there's lots of laws in lots of municipalities and states and provinces and countries around the world where it is an offense to endanger the public's life through the spread of a virus or any other activity, but it's not terrorism. Now, it would be terrorism if, in fact, it was tied to an actual terrorist group. So let me read something to you that I found the other day, and this has been propaganda has been out for a while now. ISIS has now claimed that the coronavirus, COVID-19, is, quote, a soldier of Allah, a soldier of God. Now, this terminology something ISIS has been using for a very, very long time. It, it wasn't invented during the, the coronavirus crisis. They call everybody a soldier of Allah, whether or not they're linked to the group or not. If a terrorist attack takes place in France or Bulgaria or Tahiti or Lower Slobovia, and the guy can spell ISIS or he has an ISIS flag or whatever, ISIS will claim as one of their soldiers, and by extension, a soldier of Allah. So aside from the ridiculousness of calling the coronavirus a soldier of Allah, i.e. a virus being a person that is acting on behalf of God, viruses are alive, figuratively or literally, there's no indication that ISIS is actually spreading the virus. In fact, in the early days of the crisis, ISIS was advising its people not to travel, to avoid getting the, the virus. And I've even seen some ISIS propaganda advising their followers and wannabes on good hand-washing techniques. That sound like a terrorist group to you that wants to spread the virus? Quite the opposite. If it turns out that ISIS down the road or Al-Qaeda or Al-Shabaab or Boko Haram or whatever, or some of these far-right groups that a lot of people are very worried about in many parts of the Western world, if they actually do deliberately plan to spread the coronavirus either through an infectious human or some kind of material that is infected and is being left where the public can get access to it and, and, and then in turn become affected, that is terrorism. Because it's, it's a group's ideology which is driving it. They think they can use the virus to advance their plans. I would have no problem calling that an act of terrorism. A guy in a grocery store who spits on you is, and I'll use the term again, is just an asshole. He's just a wanker. And he should be charged with mischief or endangering the public or whatever but he should not be charged with terrorism. If we start calling everything terrorism, then nothing is terrorism. I saw a tweet this morning where somebody was arguing that violent misogyny should be called terrorism. I said, how do you get there? Violent misogyny has been with us since, since time immemorial. 
it's wrong. It should be penalized. It, it should people who who beat women, spouses, girlfriends, whatever, should be arrested, charged, tried, convicted, and, and incarcerated. Absolutely, but they're not terrorists. They're just violent people. Am I wrong in this? Am I am I reading too much into this? It seems to me that we've lost our sense and our sense of what constitutes a real act of terrorism when we start calling everything terrorism. I think it really should be reserved for those cases where it's an act of violence which is carried out by an individual or a group, whatever, that seeks to advance their ideological underpinnings. They seek to advance a program. And that's not the guy in your local grocery store. Let me know what you think. Is it okay to call these guys terrorists? Is it okay to charge them with terroristic offenses, whatever the hell that's supposed to mean? Get back to me, would you? You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com. You can reach me also on Twitter at borealisaves, on LinkedIn, or on Facebook. I'd also remind you you can subscribe to all the content that I produce at Borealis. Go to my webpage, www.borealisthreatenedrisk.com. Hit the subscribe button, fill in your information, and you'll get a daily email with all the podcasts, the longer Intelligent Look at Terrorism podcasts, these shorter ones I call Quick Hits, Today in Terrorism Perspectives, and a bunch more material will come to your inbox free of charge on a daily basis. I'd love to hear what you think. Give me some ideas. Disagree with me if you'd like. I'm always interested in engaging conversation. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe. <laughs>